Hey, it's Ryan, man. Come to another Broncos Country Blitz. The Broncos lose to the Raiders in Vegas 17-13 to to drop to 7-8 and on the 2021 season, basically ending any hope for a playoff berth in the coming weeks. The losses kept falling their way for the Broncos to be involved if they could continue to win, or I should say get back on the winning track. But unfortunately, some of the mistakes that have doomed them all season doomed them in this game and ultimately cost them the game. Drew Locke played for Teddy Bridgewater. Why, what I will say about Drew Locke is he pushed the ball downfield, but there weren't a ton of explosive plays. The drops by the receivers definitely didn't help him, anyone that watched the game. There were a ton of key drops by wide receivers. Don't know what the issue is with the drop ball the last few weeks, but it has definitely plagued the team. And just to mention, Fant, Judy, and Albert O all had big drops in the game. Although, I will say, Drew Locke, by pushing the ball down the field, got Jerry Judy involved, and the receivers overall were involved a little more than they had been in prior weeks with Teddy kind of going back to his usual check-down self or what can be his check-down self. But Broncos got three turnovers, two fumbles, and an interception. Interception by Bradley Chubb right at the end of the half that resulted in a touchdown. And which which that is great. That is great we got a touchdown off of that. But three turnovers, all either in Raiders territory or close enough to Raiders territory, and we capitalize with seven points. That's just that will not get it done when you have three turnovers in a game. Our running game got shut down. We got dominated at the line of scrimmage. And Drew Locke was under pressure quite a bit during the day. I mean, he was efficient, 15 to 22 for 153 yards, but Obviously not the numbers we need, especially with the running game not going the way we need it to. Plus, no points in the second half. That's not going to get you many wins on the road. And even though Judy, like I mentioned, had a bigger role, Fant had a slightly bigger role, you didn't feel like it was to the level it should be with the wide receivers that we have. Sutton was held to just over 30 yards receiving. Tim Patrick only had. 18 yards receiving, and, and you just feel like there should be more there. I don't think Drew Locke did anything to hurt himself, but I don't think he did anything to help himself as a candidate coming back next year at quarterback. McManus had another big missed field goal that would have put us in the lead. And I think I mentioned on the prior podcast, it, you know, he's a good kicker. You just have that feeling in recent memory, that he just misses more clutch kicks than he used to. And unfortunately, he missed another clutch one that would have put us in the lead. And I was mentioning a few people watching the game. The Broncos may just be a Derek Carr away. I mean, I you know, I know that's coming from the enemy's den, but Derek Carr, under center for the Broncos, if, if the rumors are true that the Raiders really don't want to bring him back, that is an actual possibility for the Broncos. He clearly shows that he wants to push the ball downfield. shows he wants to get his big play receivers involved. And, hey, that's kind of what we're missing right now under center in Denver. And the defense played pretty well yesterday. They obviously allowed a few big plays. Yeah, they allowed Josh Jacobs to get 129 yards. But they also made... Big plays, got turnovers, did enough to keep us in the game. And once again, with a defensive performance like that, the offense should be able to counter and get enough points for us to get the victory. I would say on defense, Shelby 
Harris came up big again. Bradley Chubb, obviously, with the big interception at the end of the half. Those two guys were likely the highlights of the game on defense for the Broncos. And it's nice to see the players that you think are going to be part of this core for some time to come continuing to show up when we're having mental errors so many other places. And let's remember something, though. The Vegas Raiders barely beat the second team in reserve Cleveland Browns the week before. Barely beat them. And ended up beating us, but not by much. But you have, you can't help but pull a comparison. So the Raiders struggled against basically a practice squad to win and then come back, and we can't beat them. <clears throat> that's, that's just unfortunate and concerning. That it states that there's probably more problems there than maybe the average fan sees that we're going to have to address in the offseason. After the game and during some of the post-game sessions, Fangio was asked if he should be allowed to come back next year. He said yes. He thinks the coaching staff should get one more chance. While I have said I think there is a chance that we will see Fangio back, I just have this gut that it could happen, especially now, uh, recording us a little bit of time after the game. If he wasn't let go immediately after the game so the Broncos could start their coaching hunt, you have to wonder if it's because there's a chance he's going to come back. But as far as his comments about, well, the coaching staff deserves to come back, well, Fangio, if we bring you back, buddy, it's not going to be your your usual band of renowns uh, in terms of the coaching staff. We're going to have some changes at offense coordinator and other pieces, especially special teams coach. Uh, so there's a possibility he'll come back, but it's not going to be the entire coaching staff. And that's what I'm wondering to see or wanting to see is obviously when he first came on board, there was talk of Kubiak's coming on board in Denver. He didn't. Scangarello was on board as offense coordinator. He was the one that chose Shermer. That has turned out horrific. So I don't think he's going to have the reins to be able to choose the coaches as he has in years past. And that may, in turn, that may want him seeking something else outside of Denver. Time will tell. Uh, I don't think Peyton is a panic guy. So I think part of it could be that, too. He wants to see where the cards fall with some of the other coaching candidates. But the thing I worry about is, if, we don't, if we're not keeping Fangio, then we're going to get the leftovers or the scraps in terms of the coaching searches going on right now. And we don't need that. I still believe there's a ton of talent on this roster. Obviously, not the season we've wanted. Hopefully, we can rack up another win somewhere. But obviously, rebounding from last season, getting more wins than last season. So obviously, trending back in the right direction. I think we have enough talent in the wide wide receiver room we have enough talent in the running back we just need a different person under center and the defense is solid clearly you got to think it's a it's a tweak at coaching and, and upgrading the quarterback position that's really what this team feels like when, when we have lost close games it feels like those are the reasons why and hopefully that's what George Payton sees hopefully that's what he's already gearing towards in terms of changes coming up and you know, I guess I guess we'll see. I, I guess we'll see what he decides to to go ahead and do in terms of coaching search. Uh, I like I like some of the candidates out there. I really think it's going to have to do with who we can get at quarterback as well. Who's comfortable with who? 
and, and maybe the reason he's not pulling the trigger, he wants to see who he can get under center first and then get their input on the coach. We have seen that, obviously, this last offseason as well. You don't get the input from your gunslinger. It doesn't go well. So maybe that's why we're not seeing anything occur right away, is he wants to make sure to get the feedback from whoever comes in a quarterback before he hires the coach. Let's just hope there's enough candidates there if that's the route he's choosing to go. So disappointing loss was exciting at times. Broncos did go into the half with the lead. Just once again, halftime adjustments horrendous and the Raiders end up beating us 17 to 13. And once again, the Broncos drop to seven and eight on the season next week play the Los Angeles Chargers, although a little bit depleted Chargers, a lot of players out on the COVID list, many not expected to return for the game. You know, you don't want to get a W because the other team is depleted, but, you know, at this point, I think Broncos country would take it. We'll see how we do. And until next time, this is the Rod Man with the Broncos Country Blitz. And remember to find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Broncos Country. And on Twitter at DDCR underscore BCB.